What a privilege to join with a good friend. We've talked on one of these podcasts a few months ago, but to welcome back Pastor Jay Jones. Good friend. Uh, Welcome back, Jay. Uh, It's an honor to be here, Andy. Thank you. Let me tell you a little bit more about Jay. Uh, Just to remind you all, uh, he's a church planter, speaker, author. He's the senior pastor of the Pentecostals of Kentwood Church here in West Michigan. His training included studying at the Christian Leaders Institute, and he has instructed at the Purpose Institute. Jay, and I know this firsthand, he's a passionate worshiper of Jesus Christ. He's a husband and a father. He has a genuine heart for fervent prayer, for selfless service, and for seeing the gospel of Jesus Christ spread throughout his community, this uh, Kentwood, uh, West Michigan, our state, and also our nation, all for the glory of God. And He's, he's the real deal. So again, Jay, thanks so much for being with us on this little podcast. It's, it's an honor. Thank you, Randy. So, uh, you know, Jay, just to begin, you know, we've been meeting for over eight years now, praying for revival um, in yeah. West Michigan and beyond. Just briefly, you know, what has that fellowship meant to you? In other words, we're with pastors, the mayor of our little town, uh, Steve Kepley, and again, we've been meeting weekly for over eight years, I believe it is now. Well, what's that meant to you? You know, it, we, we call ourselves dead men walking because we've, <laughs> we just surrender ourselves to the Lord. Yep. And in that, there, there's some, there's a, a unity that comes from that, that nothing else can forge. You know, I think about even in the military, when they've served together, they, they have lifelong bonds. And that's what this has done. It's brought friendships, deep friendships into my life that uh like like i've never had before and and it's all centered around that that fire of prayer yeah it is me that's that is such an amazing way to get hearts together is to pray together and we've been doing that and oh you know we've had ups and downs you know relational but nothing major you know as far as obstacles but just to see just our hearts being uh, entwined together around the lord jesus christ has just been amazing Amen. So just to, you know, you've had an interesting time over the last few months. Um, you went on a mission trip. Yeah. Back in October, right? Yeah. yeah, I did. That was, it was really an amazing opportunity. We have an African service at our church. Okay. The pastor is, uh, well, he's Congolese, but he's from Burundi. Okay. And so we went, we traveled to Burundi to do some missions work with him and yep. some of the churches he had previously established. And then- sure. Uh, from there, we went to Uganda and did some more work. But yeah, it was really an amazing trip. Yeah. So you go there with a the thought that, yeah, this is going to be great. But something <laughs> happened along the way, didn't it? What happened? Yeah. Well, so so it was great. I'll, I'll lead with that. It was <laughs> just an amazing time. Uh, okay. Many people came to the Lord. We saw miracles. It was incredible. But yeah, while I was there, uh, toward the end of the trip in Burundi, um, I, I started to feel just a little sick. And then mm. we traveled from Burundi to Uganda. And then there in Uganda, uh, on on the way from Kampala to Lira, uh, I got I got very very sick. What what were the symptoms? What 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 did you have? Yeah, so it was um, a fever uh, and then stomach sickness mm-hmm. and some headache. Okay, um, and it just progressively got worse until mm. we got to to Lira. Okay, well then what? So that night uh, that we arrived in Lira. Um, we, we met at the pastor's house and then I just was not, I was just, just so sick. I asked to go back to the hotel mm-hmm. and then 
into the evening, early morning hours, I, I couldn't sleep. I was uh, very feverish. My body was really painful, um, uh, terrible headache, uh, sick to my stomach. And I really, and not an exaggeration, I really thought I was going to die. Hmm. Um, well, obviously yeah. you're praying, you know, you're a man of prayer. You're praying, God, take this away, right? Yeah. And, and isn't that, that is, um, that's the amazing thing. And I know God hears our prayers and, and sure. God is a, we know him to be a miracle working God and we've witnessed miracles sure. time and time and time again. Yeah. yeah. But I prayed and, uh, and it just seemed like I got more and more sick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So then what? So then, uh, you know, there, I, I called my wife, you know, at that time she would, she was just, um, about to go to bed, mm -hmm. uh, because of the offset of hours. And so, I called her and just asked her to pray for me and, you know, said, Angela, I'm, I, I'm just sick. I don't, I don't know what this is or what, wow. what's happening. Um, but I just told her, I, I, I feel like I'm going to die. Uh, and uh, so she went into, she's a prayer. Well, she's an intercessor. Sure. Say she, she's an intercessor. I was going to say prayer warrior and she truly is. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, she is throne of God for me. Yep. So thankful for that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so so Angela reminded me. She said, "Jay, do you remember the dream you had before you left for Africa?" And and I did actually. Um, it was it was, uh, it was pretty profound. Yeah, I think it'd be helpful to, because that really relates to what then happened. So, what was the dream? Yeah, yeah. So um, on the on October fourteenth, I left on the seventeenth. Right. A few days prior, I woke up from a dream and. And I woke Angela up and I said, uh, baby, I need you to, to hear this. Um, the, the dream that I had, it, it could be nothing, but it was just so clear. Wow. Um, I thought it was important to share with her. Uh, probably not the best thing to share days before I'm leaving for Africa, but this is what it was. <laughs> so I was in my dream. I was riding in, in a motorcycle, kind of an old rudimentary type of motorcycle. Sure. And I was traveling down this straight highway, and and while we were while I was driving um, out in front of me, a, a dark storm began to brew, mm -hmm. and and I was headed straight for it. And then while I was driving, this viper uh, jumped off the side of the. I know it's crazy, but jumped off the side of the road. It tried to bite me. And, You're and, talking about a, a snake-like thing, right? A snake, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, but in my dream, it just vividly was a viper, you know, I, okay. and I, I don't think of snakes as vipers. Got it. Got it. So three, four, and then, and then five times this thing kept trying to bite me. But the last time is, uh, this, this orange and white cat jumped up on my lap. Okay. So it's a dream, right? I'm wondering, is this what I ate <laughs> something, uh, the night before, you know? Sure. Um, so then. Then this the, this viper the last time comes out and it and it bites the the cat. Mm. The cat yelped like a dog, jumped off my lap, and then the next thing I know, I was pulling into home, and so I arrived safely at home. Wow. And and so when I was when I was there uh, in that bed and talking with Angela, she said, "Remember the dream. Mm -hmm. In the dream, you made it home." That's true. Made him home safe. Yeah, yeah. And so that was so comforting and encouraging that night. But interest. This is really interesting. Um, when when I landed in uh, 
in Uganda. We, we went to Kampala mm -hmm. uh, and stayed a night there. And then we drove to Lira. And as we were driving, we were in a, a van, a taxi van. And we're, so we weren't on a motorcycle. Yeah. But all around me, all around us were these, these motorcycles. They call, it, call them Bodhi Bodhis. They're taxis okay. Okay. In, in Uganda. And it was the exact motorcycle in my dream. And I didn't think about it at the time. You know, I just, I, I was admiring those motorcycles. Sure. Um, and, and so then we're, we're traveling down to Lira. We're traveling down this long, straight highway. And I'm starting to develop this sickness. Yeah. So we stopped. Um, I, I got sick on the side of the road um, and then we got back in the van and we drove mm. some more. Mm. I had to stop again. We, we stopped a few times and then just a weird thing, but this, this truck in front of us, um, it, it hit a dog and I watched the dog spin off to the side of the road. And, and as it, we were passing it, I heard it yelping. Mm. And later I would, I would remember that that was the yelp from my dream. It was just the same, same sound. So continued driving got sick. And then up in front of us, this storm, black storm started to brew way out ahead of us. And we were headed right for it. And the next thing you know, uh, we are, we're in the middle of this ferocious storm. We had to pull off to the side of the road. It was so dark, Randy. I couldn't, uh. we could not even see around us. It was just uh. a black, black uh, sky. And, and so we continued to drive. Um, and after that cleared, um, I, I got sick again. And I just know that that was the, that was the viper, you know, coming out trying to, trying to strike me. And then we arrived in Lyra. We stopped at the pastor's house for uh, just to meet him. And then we went to this church building before heading to the hotel. And, and this was wild. I, when we walked in the door, just to my left was this orange and white kitten. And I, that's when, that's when my brain uh, registered and I thought, what in the world? That is the cat from my dream. Isn't so I asked one of the, one of the guys with me, I said, Art, do you see that cat? <laughs> yeah, just to make like, sure yeah, it's a real right, cat. Right. Is this the fever, you know? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, I see it, Pastor. Wow. So they invited me up on the platform and uh, they were, they were kind of worshiping, but this cat came up and kept trying to jump on my lap. And I, so I kept pushing it away because it was too close to my dream, you know? Um, and so all of these elements from my dream were, they were, they were manifesting on my trip, you know? Sure. And, and so it wasn't until uh, that call with Angela that I really, it really set in that, oh yeah, look what the Lord has done. He's, he gave me a, a view yeah. before yeah. I ever got there. Sure. To, to show me that he knew he, he was ordering my steps. He knew where I was. I wasn't alone. I wasn't going to die here in Uganda. You're going to make it home. It's going to make it home. Yeah. yeah. Did you get a diagnosis from any doctor as far as what you had? I did. So, so I sent a text message to my team that was there. And I just said, guys, I, I very sick. I haven't been able to even get out of bed, wow. uh, hardly able to move. So go on to that service without me. And so they contacted the pastor whose wife is a doctor. Mm -hmm. And so early that morning, she, she came straight to the hotel. Uh, they took, she had a nurse with her. They took a blood test. Um, they, they, 
did uh, an evaluation of me, went back to the clinic and then came back and they diagnosed me with typhoid fever. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Is that often fatal, by the way, typhoid fever with? You, it, it can, it definitely can be. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I had uh, yeah. been vaccinated before we left, uh, but even the vaccination, it doesn't mean that you can't get it. Okay. It, just, it yeah. just means that, um, well, that you, you likely won't die from it. Okay. Uh, but mine, my vaccine was about, they have a shelf life of two years and I was, I was approaching that two years. So. Okay. So did you get healed then while you were in Uganda? I did. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I love, I love what God does through physicians and, you know, and I'm, I'm not a, a, a opposed in any way to medicine yep. and, and sure. treatment like that, yep. you know? Yep. And so I gladly accepted that, but we prayed and um, the, the pastor's wife, the doctor was really amazed at how quickly it was that day, that day. Um, they did give me some medicine, um, but usually this is about a, a two-week process to, okay. to heal through this. Sure. Um, but but that very day, my strength came back and praise the fever broke. Yeah. So praise God. God stepped in. He he definitely healed me. That's amazing. So then you obviously came back and we've seen you and you look great from our standpoint. I but, feel healthy. Uh, but you actually came to the point you said, I think I'm going to die from this. It was that bad, huh? Wow. It really was, yeah. I was, I was convinced, yeah. If, if God didn't intervene, yeah. That's amazing. Well, we're thankful. So again, back to being a pastor here in the Kentwood area, you have seen some miraculous healings, haven't you? Can you yes. give an example of one or two that, that come yeah. to mind? Yeah, you know, one is just another uh, another personal experience. I had, okay. uh, I had broken my foot uh, running. Yeah. Uh, and I was, uh, training for a 5k and, and so I, I, my ankle rolled, I broke my foot and I just couldn't walk on it. Yeah. It was in extreme pain. And one night, um, I, I called, we had, we had ironically, right. Um, uh, called for a prayer meeting on, yeah. on midweek Wednesday. Okay. And so when we got there, uh, we had chairs in the circle in the, in the, I went in, uh, with a, with a crutch. And the men gathered around me while the ladies were praying together. And, and I just said, I, I need prayer. Yeah. And so they prayed for me, uh, prayed for healing. And so I just wanted to test out because I could, it was so tender. Oh, sure. I just couldn't even touch the ground or it would hurt, you know? Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I let my foot rest and it didn't hurt. And so I, I put a little weight on it and it didn't hurt. And, uh, and then I was, I, I felt the Lord has healed me. So I just started jumping up and down and praising God. And, and truly, I, I had not felt any pain since then. It was completely healed. And that but, you know, an, even, an even greater miracle. I, I mean, well, they're all great. You know, yeah, I think sure. even, even when God heals my headache, it's yeah. just as notable yes. as, as a broken bone being healed, you yeah. know. But there's a man in our church who, uh, who had ALS. He came, he actually came because he wanted healing from ALS. And, and so that first day that he was there, we prayed for him and we prayed for healing. He didn't necessarily feel anything in particular, um, but he, he gave his life to the Lord, was baptized yep. was with the spirit that day. And he went home that day. And I, I didn't know this at, at the time, but he was deaf in one ear. 
And while he was laying in bed, uh, he usually sleeps on his good ear to sure. get a good sleep. Sure. You know? Okay. Sure. Well, suddenly he started to hear a lawnmower in his ear and he woke up and the neighbor was outside mowing his lawn. Okay. And he heard it. So God healed his hearing, healed, healed his deaf ear. And then um, about a week later, I went with him to the hospital. Uh, he had a, they were fitting him for an electric wheelchair okay. um, and they were getting him ready to, to get care for ALS because the body just deteriorates yes. and withers away. Yeah. And so we were there for that. We went through all of the the paperwork, the uh, the medical records showing that he had ALS and and really his body was rough and he was very weak. Uh, but we continued to pray. And then he went to U of M Ann Arbor yeah. and had another because he was feeling better. And okay. his doctor said, well, you need you need to be tested further. Sure. And so after the testing, the the top uh, neurologist and the a ALS doctor in the United States, right, did this evaluation on him and said, well, Jeff, I don't know what to tell you because I've got these records that say you have ALS and I would conclude that. And I've got these records from today that say you don't have ALS. He said, so I don't know what is what has happened. And Jeff said, well, I know what's happened. <laughs> So just a, a an incredible, incredible miracle. And that's um and he does he work with you there at your church? He's actually the caretaker for our church for our, our property. And, and how long ago is, was this uh, miracle? How many years about, ago? It was about five years ago. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah. And I know you can yeah. tell other stories, but let's just kind of bottom line this thing. I mean, there are people in the that are followers of Jesus, brothers yeah. and sisters on one extreme that say, you know what, uh, that was all back in Jesus' day. It's sure. special healing, and you know, we just, we there, it doesn't really exist today. And then you got your other extreme that say, name it, claim it. You know, God, right. is, God is guaranteed that every time you pray for healing, you've got to be healed. Right. You, you and I, I think, are both somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, you, you know, I, I think we are. I okay. think I think we are. Yeah, yeah I, I I do believe that God is a mighty healer. I've seen it. I've yeah. experienced it myself. Yeah. So I can't say that He's not, and I would never want to. I would want to believe that He is. Yeah. So I am very much a believer in miracles. Right. Um. But then also there's that other extreme, like you said, that believe that that God always desires it, always will yeah. heal people, and I've just not found that to be yeah. the case. Um, and, and it's, it's not a lack of faith. It's, it, it's not a lack of faith in the person praying yeah. or in the person needing the healing. Yeah. Very good. That's there, good. There's something else there. There's another element. God, God's got, I believe God has sometimes a bigger plan. I mean, I, I've got some scriptures here. First Timothy 5, 23, Paul tells Timothy, he says, take a little wine for your stomach and your frequent illnesses. Why? Right. That's right. Didn't he just say, pray it away and get more faith? No. And then 2 Timothy right. 4, 20, it says that I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. Yeah. And then 2 Corinthians, I'm so glad 2 Corinthians 12 is in the Bible. Because right. Paul says, to keep me from becoming conceited, yeah. there was given me, and this is what blows me away, a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me. Yes, yes. Three times this guy that writes much of the New Testament pleads with the Lord to have it taken away. And God says, no, 
My grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness, Paul. And I just that just blows me away. But that is so good that God reminds me that uh, it's not about me. It's about him. And he sometimes uses pain in our lives. Pain is not the worst thing. It's yeah. disobedience is the worst thing. It's pride right. is, is bad. That's sin. Right. It's just, God, it's all about you. And yeah. if you want me healed, you can do it. You think of Johnny Erickson Tata in a mm. wheelchair. They say, well, if you just had more faith, you could get. Mm. No, she has touched more lives in a wheelchair. That's just what yes. God had planned for her. Right. And Randy, isn't isn't the 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 final sickness death? Well, it's yeah. also our final victory. That's right. right. Amen. The victory. But yeah. death, death is the is the uh the, the sickness that brings about the end of this life. Yes. And so so God has designed us. It's appointed yes. unto men once to die, Amen. right? Amen. And after that, the judgment. Yes. So, you know, and I'm I, also interesting, um, Paul. Who healed people himself? He 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 laid hands. He on did. Us. He did. And they recovered. Yeah. He, he writes um, in in uh, Philippians. Uh, he writes about his friend Epaphrodites. Yeah. Who he said was sick to death. That's right. That's right. And and had not I mean Paul would have been able to just heal him in a sickness when it when it emerged, not yeah. just wait until he's almost dead. That's right. right. So, yeah, this is the, the, the element here, I believe, is just the, the sovereignty of God. That's it. God's not a little sovereign. He's totally sovereign, you know, totally and he, he gets it. We don't always get it, but it's okay because yeah. we know he loves us. He's proven that so many times, right. certainly with dying on the cross for our sins so that we can Amen. be adopted by him into his forever family. Unbelievable. So yeah. we just got to trust him in the midst of the uncertainty that we don't, I don't get it, but you get it. And I'm, I'm okay with that guy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's and so and with, with everything that we pray for, yes, just like sickness and everything else, if we ask anything according to his will, there you go. So there's a will of God here. There you go. If we, if we will seek God for his will, That's rather good. than just ours, not my will, but yours be done. I think we'll end up with the right result, you know. I totally agree. If we ask anything according to well, we know he hears us, and we know if he hears us, we know we have what we've asked for. That's but that's right. the key is what's his will? What is his will? And we don't always know that in our brain, but he does, and we, yeah. we, we're we going to trust him. Praise God. Oh, that's, that's so good. Okay, one final question for you. You know, we've been praying for awakening in our yes. group every week, and we're seeing a little rumblings in our day. Here we are in 2024. Well, what's your sense, Jay? What, what's what's ahead of us? Are we going to see a mighty move of God? Do you have any sense of that? I really believe we will. You know, this past year in 2023, it, it just we've been through a series of years that have been unlike none other. Yep. And, and so this past year, we've watched revival is here. Awakening is here. Yeah. It, it's not that we're praying for something that we're not experiencing. Mm-hmm. We're just praying for more. Amen. And I believe that what God has been doing in the church in this last couple of years is bringing us to that place. I, I the the will of God is for a great awakening yes. oh, in our region. Amen. And and Jesus told us the key to that. It's not there's not a problem with God. There's not a problem with the harvest. He said the harvest is ready. 
He said, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers. Oh, that's so good. And so I believe that God has done a work in the laborers. Yeah. And, and we are ready for that great outpouring. That's good. Oh, I totally agree. Why don't you, uh, you got anything else you want to add? Feel free it. But then why don't you close us in prayer? Well, I think this has been amazing. I thank you so much, Randy, for in, inviting me here. And oh, I always love talking with you and you especially too. talking about the Lord. Amen. Amen. Close us in prayer, would you? Lord, we love you. We love you. Our hearts, God, are desperate for you. And to see your kingdom come and to see your will be done on earth right here, just, just like you've desired and willed it in heaven. Yeah. And God, I pray for our city and this region and all those who would even tune into this podcast. I pray, Lord, that you would condition us, you soften our hearts, yes. Lord, that you would lead us in your will and order our steps. Let us passionately pursue you. And Lord, let us be passionate about the things that you love. Mm -hmm. And we know, God, that if we're if we're seeking that, if we're desiring that and pursuing that, then your will will be done. And we thank you for it, Lord. And I pray your blessings up on my brother, Randy, and upon this ministry that he's leading. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you, Jay, for taking the moments to, to share your amazing story with uh, me and with our friends. So I appreciate the opportunity. God richly bless you, brothers. You too, brother. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.